Welcome, 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 welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. Zach Schwartz, Barry Sterner here. Um, NMLS number 136639. Um, hey, we're both wearing black. You That's can check good. that That's out, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. I, I I brought back the uh, the the sleeveless vest because it's gotten a little bit chillier out. No longer hitting the eighties. I don't want you to be cold. No, you don't want me to be cold. Um, so want to start out with our uh, just mortgage rate update. Mortgage the, rate update of, of, of the week. Um, we're we're finding ding 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 sort ding, of ding. a balance. Uh, mortgage News Daily is reporting. Uh, your average what are they reporting? 30 year fixed mortgage. Um, we're kind of trending somewhere between seven, seven and a quarter. There's been some blips over the you know the past couple of months, but I think we're finding a happy medium here um, where that is the rate to stay, um, you know, barring other you know economic data, changes by the Fed, um, you know, et cetera. Uh, when it comes to inflation, we uh, we we had um, what you call it. We we, uh, we 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 had some numbers here. Uh, I had them up here, and now I don't. What'd you lose? Silly me. The uh, there we go. Um, producer price index. Um, just last month, seasonally adjusted zero point seven percent. Um, which is a little bit higher than the 0.4% estimate that those so-called experts see. All these experts, um, you know, they're not always are right. wrong like us. Um, though, when you exclude food and energy, which makes no sense to me why they do that. Yeah, but that's all they but, really look but, at. But the PPI that rose 0.2%, which is in line with the estimate. Uh, I woke up this morning to. The glorious news, the European Central Bank, they did increase their rate um, another 0.25 percent. Um, now, is the Fed watching the ECB? That's my slang for the European Central Bank. Um, I don't know. But uh, basically, to those of you watching, unless you're watching overseas, in which case, bonjour and uh, hola and... And any other foreign it's late there. foreign words for, for hello. They're on siesta already. Um, that uh, it doesn't really impact you because you're under the American banking system. You're dealing with the Federal Reserve. And actually, the world is well, based on that. It could affect the, you, if, it, you it, if you own any stocks or funds or anything that's foreign. Overseas. A lot of people do, yeah. I mean, you saw Russia recently, you know, trying to deleverage from the dollar, um, and they've been doing some oil contracts with India, with the Indian rupee, but they ran into some trouble because India isn't letting, they don't have a floating currency, basically. You can't just exchange um, Indian currency for, for Russian, and uh, they've got money stuck in the Indian banks. That is one of the big things about the U.S. dollar, while it's, why it's so difficult to replace, is because we don't have those currency controls. You have a dollar, and you want to convert that to pesos or shekels or rubies or yuan. You're able to do so freely, so that gives the U.S. dollar price um, 
that's like a real world price because it's traded freely in the market, whereas these other countries where they have limitations on the ability to convert that currency, you don't really know the value of the currency. So that's why. So what's your advice? You got my, advice? Uh, my advice is. Do everything in dollars? Just don't be one of those that think, you know, the dollar is is not going to be the reserve currency for the immediate future. Sure, you know, 10, 20, 50, 100 years down the road, it may, it may not be. But to say overnight that the, the, the dollar is not going to become the reserve currency for international trade, that's a load of BS. I'm sorry. Um, so, 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 so there's that. Um, Barry, you wanted to... Uh, I don't know. What, do we call gloating the word? Um, but the uh, the CFPB recently uh, ha has lost a couple of cases. Recently, um, a federal judge ruled against the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's anti-discrimination effort. Um, basically, uh, these they are people that worked for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau in the. I think 2013, 2012, this suit started. Um, and, um, yeah, U.S. District Judge Campbell Barker in Texas, he ruled in favor of these trade groups. Well, that's a different case. It's a different case. Well, there's been multiple losses yeah. by the CFPB. Yes. You know, they've got Townstone v. CFPB. That was a big loss for them. Um, discrimination by the actual employees of the CFPB. And now another one which basically found that the Dodd-Frank Act um, that actually created the Bureau treats discrimination and unfairness as completely different concepts, um, effectively barring the CFPB from regulating financial industry companies on matters relating to discrimination. So, Ooh, wow. CFPB, you're... Uh, in baseball, it's like a, a batting average with well, these. They're on the clock right now for um, for the Supreme Court case on their funding. Um, our uh, they went. They're they're trying to overturn our our case, um, which is an appeal right now. So we're waiting on that one. There's a bunch of cases going on, but this one in Texas had to do with the CFPB. Um, the way they they examine the different banks, the banking entities. So um, the way they were treating disparaging something. What was it? Disparaging. Disparaging remarks, something. which is completely ridiculous. Because you know, Barry, you're a you're a well known Cubs fan, and that is. Oh well, that was ours, but I, that, that is disparaged. That, yeah, but that's Sox not fans. for the that's not for the banking um, thing. That wasn't it. And, and, and the whole thing is. Our case isn't even predicated on the right of free speech. And and if it only got to that. It never got to free speech. If yes. it got to free speech, like, what what ridiculousness. I should be able to say whatever opinions that I have um, without fear of government reprisal. Um, I mean, can we talk about the problems that we're having in Chicago right now, that all the police stations are filled with immigrants from it's, that were sent is up here from so Texas. so sad. I it's drive, unbelievable. I have one on Larrabee Street, right at, at Larrabee and Division. Well, right I down drive the street past, over here by my old house. I, I, I know, but I drive past Larrabee and Division almost on a daily basis, oh, yeah. and it is just mobbed with 
But all um, the pol- there's lots of police stations. And I don't together. blame the immigrants. They came here for a, for a better life well, and to work. But, but you but heard it, what the, the solution is going to be. The whole institution. Yeah, tents. Tents. In Chicago? Tent city. How are you um, going to do that in Chicago? I don't know. Ask Mayor Brandon Johnson. I don't understand how you're going to have a tent I've city. I've been trying to get I mean, I guess right now you could have a tent city, but come October, late October, November, December... You're gonna put these poor people with their with their kids. I mean, I you know I I, I go and, by and here all the hypocr- time. What, what are hypocrisy? they gonna do? Look at last year or two years ago when the the existing homeless were erecting tents to protect themselves from and they the took weather. The tents down. And they ripped the tents down. Yeah. It, 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 it's like it, it, it's beyond ridiculous. And you know I blame the the institutions as. The institutions, because to, to, to blame the immigrants that are coming here for a better life, each and every one of us, even if your family you can trace back to the Mayflower, you are, are an immigrant. Yeah, we all are. You know, removed in this country. You came here for a better life. And the institutions right now. But we right could get now, jobs. That's the right. problem. They, they can't don't, get jobs. They, they have to wait months to apply and then maybe reapply because the XY form was missing. They didn't I don't check know why we can't the, right, the right box. We have a labor shortage here, and we have plenty of labor sitting in front of the police station, ready, willing, able to work, but the regulations are not allowing that to happen, um, and that's going to be the that's the solution. Let these people earn money Get a for job. their family. Absolutely. Let them, re- you know, they'll be able to rent an apartment with heat um, instead of you know these these half-assed solutions to 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 build them tents effectively. Um, I mean, tents in the winter, it's going to be a bad look. We're having, the we're having the 2024 Democratic Convention here. Can you imagine if the tent... I guarantee you the tents will not be up. They're not going to be on the camera. They're not the convention. There will be no tents. But, somehow, but the, it's, somehow the tents are going to disappear. But it's just Maybe a, they'll build a dome. It's just a, a, a sad scenario. An Why don't they put up a dome? A dome. Yeah. No, those white domes. Like we play baseball on those white domes. Because, in, in by, because by Parkway. privacy. It's like you know. Yeah. It's like during Hurricane. Like you Ka- could have a dome and like have dur- tents inside the dome. It was like Hurricane Katrina, though, when they put people in the stadiums and it was chaos within the stadiums. Yeah. Like that does not work. Uh, the, the you know the high rises that used to be in Cabrini Green do not work. What works is integration with the existing community. But putting but the di- putting the disenfranchised groups together in high density housing just simply does not work. Well, maybe to get started, you know, you could put them in some kind of housing okay, so that they're not in the better. Tent. Yeah, yeah, better yeah, than yeah. tents and better than the Absolutely. the zero degree weather. Yeah, because they can't be in a tent but, when it's cold here. But but the ultimate solution is is to let them get jobs, let them work. I just don't get this. You know. Anti-immigration, you, you know, you've got anti-immigration on, you know, certain parts. Like, and this is not a right or or a left well, issue. But you've got It's you, a big problem because if you live here and you've been living in Chicago or anywhere in northern Illinois here, and you're not getting free housing, right? And you and 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 you're you're not making a lot of money. 
and then all these guys get bussed in from I think the majority is from Venezuela, and then all of a sudden they're getting you know three hundred million dollars to take care of this problem, and you've been living in they're Chicago. They're not getting three hundred million dollars individually, no, and they're not going to be but the city whatever is to the, take care of the problem. And it's not going to be you know a luxurious condo unit at the uh, the penthouse at Trump Tower. I'm sorry, it's still money going to non. U.S. citizens. How's that? That's the why people all around and people some but of them that, don't that want has it been in the, theirs. That has been the history of this country, and, and and the point is to integrate these non-U.S. citizens, become U.S. citizens. Well, become, they're here, so we're going to have to taxpayers. I'm just saying the people that have risked their their lives, um, their families, and they have taken this this terrible journey across the border to America for a so-called better life, those are the people that we should be supporting um, and are the future of America versus those born with a silver spoon in their mouth and haven't gone through such adversity. Like, I respect my great-great-grandparents that came from nothing, from Bialystok, you know, escaping the czar, and... That th- there's a lot to be said for the type of person what czar? of of Russia, of Russia. Like, like the king of the the king of Russia, um, you know, and they would do pogroms. Uh, you know, it was it was nasty business. It was uh, the Nazis pre Nazis. The uh, us Jews have uh, never really been welcome in 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 many places up until Happy America. New Happy New Year to all our Jewish. Yes. Listeners. Happy New Year, uh, Rosh Hashanah. Um, uh, what a, year is a it? Sweet and happy. Do you, do you know the year? I don't know. I never it's, know. The year. It, it, it's not. It the last fo- I remember, fifty-seven the, something. It, it follows the moon versus versus the sun, which the moon. Um, you got to put a moon back here. Yeah, the, we don't have the VFX budget for that quite yet. Um, AI. So so back to housing though. You know, even with where the rates are currently, I've got. Do you think rates are going to go down soon? Eh, maybe. Will yeah. they go up soon? Equally as likely. Will they hold steady? Equally as likely. I don't have that magic eight ball. Nobody does. You watch that person on television. You read that article online. The so-called experts. Um, if they were a real expert and they knew actually where it was going, they wouldn't be wasting their time telling <laughs> you about it. Um, it's Why like not? it's like those YouTubers that you tell you uh, th- those YouTubers that tell you like how what, to how to get rich, box? how to get rich, and they're selling their classes online. You know, like five easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. We'll send you the book. We'll send you the DVD. Here's how you get rich from the the comfort of your couch. And it's like. You know, that person selling it to you, you know how they got rich? By selling you the frickin' course. They, they, they're not following it. They're selling you the course. That's how they, they're well, getting rich. you're really on your soapbox today. You're just hitting everybody. I, 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 there's just so much tomfoolery out there and pseudo-intellectualism. There used to be a restaurant in Kansas City named Tomfoolery. I wonder if it's still open. What did they serve? I don't know. It was like a restaurant bar. So beer, basically, and then Let's just check it just out. food, because another regulation is like certain places can only get their liquor license if a certain percent of their revenue comes from food. Um, 
you know, and, and I don't want to come across as so anti-regulation because we need, you know, the FDA making sure your chicken doesn't have salmonella. You know, we need the CDC making sure that, you know, the Walgreens shot isn't going to kill you. Um, you know, we, we need strong, effective institutions, but I do think there's something wrong with this country when you have college graduates that, you know, it, it, it's this double standard where if, you know, you're, you're going to be, um, you know, James Cameron and you create the Terminator franchise and the Avatar franchise and you become a billionaire because people like seeing movies and nobody has a problem with that. But if you're going to be a scientist and, and you're going to, to, to cure cancer um, or you're going to work for, you know, a non-for-profit, uh, you know, helping the needy in a, in a, you know, less desirable country, you know, you become a billionaire and, and people go tisk tisk tisk. It, 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 it's kind of won the ladder to become a billionaire. It, 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 it's a problem with society when these college graduates see it in their interest to become, you know, a Goldman Sachs trader to, to, to make the most amount of money, whereas, you know, being at a nonprofit doing actual good for the world or curing cancer, they're not going to make that same amount of money. And I don't know what the solution is because, uh, you know, capitalism gives us so many good things. It gave us 31 flavors of ice cream instead of plain vanilla. But you sure capitalism did that? A a absolutely. Did it give us absolutely. Chipotle too? Absolutely. Um, so, so capitalism absolutely gives uh, consumers choice. It gives you know competitiveness in the market, but as a society, you know, you don't get paid as much to be a teacher. You don't get paid as much to be at that non-for-profit. You don't get paid as much to to do morally good things for the country, for the world, for society, as you do manipulating numbers behind a computer screen. Um, and I don't know the answer, but but yeah, you would judge the. I always liked when people did things for society and for other people quietly instead of blasting it out, saying oh, we did this and we did that. Larry David, you know, he made that donation uh, for Anonymous, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, re real estate, um, you know, as I was mentioning with my uh, with my vest here, it is getting chillier out. And what I am noticing is buyers are scrambling right now to find a property to buy. Um, I've got people that I pre-qualified back in 2021, uh, 22, uh, January of 2012. No, those people found houses eventually. <laughs> um, but they are scrambling because come the winter months. They don't want to be in tent. It, it becomes tougher. It's cold. It's cold. And, well, inventory also shrinks because, one, those buyers don't want to go out in zero-degree weather looking at houses. Those sellers don't want to be moving out. We got a, we got a house for sale in Galena, uh, whatever her name is, has a Galena house with a, with, a, uh, with a barn on it. 
Right, but people want to lots of acres. But people generally want to stay put in in December. They want to spend uh, Christmas and anybody and the looking New in years. Galena, call us. We got a good house there. I don't know how much the house is. I, I know some. Is Galena like a, a primary residence or more of a vacation town? Uh, there's it's a vacation area too. Galena. I don't. I've never been to Galena, but I know that people go there for vacation, bed and breakfast, and stuff like that. Speaking of bed and breakfast, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Airbnb might be Airbnb bubble or Airbnb bust. Wow. Uh, New York City, one of the bigger Airbnb markets, yeah. they passed a law that now you cannot do short-term rentals whatsoever uh, in New York City. Just and downtown New York City or I all of New I York? I believe downtown New York City and... You know, before why can't you do short term rentals? Why is that bad? Because they 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 passed they passed a law. I know, but why did they pass the law? Because it increases uh, housing prices for those people that want to live there and or renters that want to have that year long lease. So those units that were being almost like hotels yeah. where people would rent for three days, they were off the market for somebody working. You know, at sixty thousand dollars a year, not in the market to purchase, but it was just basically increasing prices of homes and rentals, boxing those basically residents out of the market for vacationers. Um, but the big thing is, there's been other places that have done these sorts of bans, but they don't have claws on them because Airbnb would just keep listing them. And if the homeowner or the investor got caught, then they could get penalized, but it was impossible to catch them. Now, Airbnb has been forced to co coordinate with the city, and basically Airbnb is on the hook. So starting, I believe, uh, December 1, um, one if, if rentals up until that point um, you're in the clear, but if you had a reservation after the d December 1st, I would double check on it. It very well might have been canceled, and they're not allowing new rentals there. That's crazy. Um, craziness. Well, short-term rentals, you know, they're not hotels, and hotels have their own sets of rules and regulations that they have to follow. I don't see why, you know, Airbnbs shouldn't have the same uh, restrictions, especially... Um, when it's proven to make it harder for people to live in in, in those areas, um, so what else you got? Uh, we were talking stock market. You were asking uh, your favorite stock. You were asking why the Dow is rallying 300, 300 points. Well, I think the way that you looked at the um, producer pricer thing is is not exactly right because it's i think the bonds are also rallying a little bit because speaking of, the of fact bonds here's that our, when you when you do get, 10 year when you do get rid of energy and uh and uh food um we really didn't go up that much and ener energy obviously is volatile depending on what i don't know my guess what the saudis are doing my these guess days. is still the same my guess is what is your guess well, I, I guess I've, it's really I've, high. Costco is almost at five dollars now. I've got to do the premium, and, and yeah, at least Costco's in my area, five it's five ninety nine. I'm paying an extra dollar versus the suburbs. I think you need to come to the suburbs. Um, Make sure so you guess up when you come in this weekend. Yeah, um, but yeah, ten year, you ten year Costco? treasury. No, the lines are too long. They're not long by my house. 
come visit. In the city, they're long. Um, so 10-year Treasury is uh, hitting 4.3 almost, 4.296. It was at 4.26 um, this morning. Yep, so a little bit of increase there. Uh, let's check in on, on Barry's favorite stock, NVIDIA. They're, they're ugly today, down $2.65, less than a percent down. But maybe that's because of the uh, ARM, ARM IPO, which that jumped from like $50 to, to $60 within the day. I how many of our listeners got in on the ARM IPO. That would be interesting. You'd have to be in the know because they were. How do, uh, how do you get the IPO before it gets out? You I'm gotta, you've gotta have an in with the brokerage. You have to like have hundreds of thousands, if not millions. I've, I've of never dollars had an in. Have you ever had like, an in? No, never. I'm never on the out. Never. Um, so um, out in in out. But yeah, the the leaves haven't started falling yet. Purchase market is still in full bloom. Um, now's the time before I think a lot of listings come off and wait to relist, you know, come February and March. I, talk, I, I talked to a guy with his son last night. Son wants to buy the first, his first house. They call me, I don't know, about 6.30, 7 o'clock. I was taking Reed to hockey, and, you know, the question was, should we wait? I'm like... How long has he waited to wait, buy a house? Wait for what? Wait the, for the son. The son's been thinking about buying a house now for the last three years. I said, well, obviously, two years ago would have been better, interest rate wise. But what is he doing right now? Well, he's living in a rental of the dad's, and the dad wants to get rid of the rental because he thinks that prices are going to go down on on some of these rental properties for whatever reason. And and I just said, well, let him just buy a house here and yes the rates are not low however you know to townstone we're going to give you the best deal possible because he's like how are you going to compete with the banks and i said we're we are dominating the banks the banks are are, are playing like high school level baseball and, and we're mlb here um, um but my point with him was the son is 31 now you know, by the time he's 40 years old, he'll have nine years of paying down the mortgage. In nine years, you would hope that there'd be an opportunity to refinance him lower. And I or said. some appreciation. You forget. Yeah, it's absolutely. like in an inflationary environment, everything is going up. Um, so even if the Fed hits their 2% target of inflation, that would be 2% appreciation year over year. Uh, 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 for a house. And going back to what I was talking about with experts, how nobody is a real expert, it's like, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for rates to drop? Why? Because some expert told you. Are you waiting for rates to go up because some expert told you? Um, do you think housing values are going to go down? Do you think housing values are going to go yeah, up? Yeah, but let's talk about nobody rates. Nobody knows. Let's talk about rates going down. Rates will go down if some uh, esoteric event occurs. If Kim Jong Un really starts bad shooting happens, his nukes willy nilly, we'll all agree rates will go down on that. And the second reason that rates will go down almost for sure when they do go down, and this is the, the bad part: the chicken before the egg, or the egg before the chicken. Recession. Whatever you want to say, is people will start losing their jobs, and when you start losing your jobs that obviously will lower inflation losing jobs 
And however, when people have job losses, that means less people can afford, right, to buy a house. Can buy because you're losing your job. So but those I will are say those it, who are wishing for rates to go down should probably, you know, look at the big picture. But but I will say, out of all of people's expenses, the mortgage is the first thing that that you are going to pay. Um, so if you have a job loss. You know, using emergency fund or you have a two income household, com- you know, turns into a one income household. You are going to keep paying that mortgage if you locked in a three percent or lower. So I don't see a wave of foreclosures like we did. In- I saw a really cool thing yesterday. I totally forgot to mention it to you. I'm sure you read about it. A white the- swan? No, that a black swan. There's a new company that's trying to arrange. FHA affordable, I mean, uh, assumable, assumable mortgages. Assumable mortgages. FHA I saw and that. VA assumable Good mortgages. luck. VA mortgages are assumable. Um, are FHA actually assumable? I think some of the older ones were assumable, correct. Okay, okay. Assumable well, means that you have a current mortgage, and when you sell the house, the mortgage can stay with the house. It's something when I first bought my first house in 89 and 90, um, that they used to allow you to assume the some the seller's mortgage. So if the seller had a three percent rate or four percent rate, you, you can, can absorb you can uh, absorb it. that. Now seems before, hard to happen. To before me. before we head off here, um, at, at risk of sounding like a broken clock, cr- American a average record <laughs> average credit card balances for Americans continue uh, to increase and hit all time highs. So, again, it goes back to uh, the mortgage. If you have a mortgage and a credit card payment and you only have the money to pay for one, you are going to pay that mortgage. Um, So that's why I don't see that wave of foreclosures. But fortunately, those mortgage holders are sitting on one of the largest loads of equity than we've ever seen. And with credit card rates exceeding 20% now on average, that is the most ridiculous debt for you to be carrying right now. So Townstone, we've got home equity. Many of the banks have stopped doing home equity lines, so you can not even call them. We beat them most of the time now. Yeah, they've removed that link from their website because they don't do the home equity lines. They don't do the home equity loans. Just when you need it, they leave you. Because they they are tightening their standards. The banks... Are scared. They well, uh, they need they need they new need reserve increased so. reserves. They're paying more money for those reserves. You know what, Townstone? You send me a check for a hundred dollars. I'm going to send it back to you because I can't deposit it. We're not an inst- We're not a banking institution. Um, but what we do have is home equity lines. We have home equity loans. You can tap that equity you already have in your house. Consolidate those credit card payments that are killing you every month with that interest rate. And maybe create a rainy day fund because many, many Americans are leaving, living check to check. Put some money away just in case the recession happens. And maybe somebody in your family, unfortunately, God forbid, loses a job. You'll have some money saved up because if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have a lot of equity in I the just, house. I, I just pre-qualified a woman today. She was a little upset um, because... About 30% of her workforce at a pretty major company was just laid off this morning, and she just found out about it. Big Um, company? 
uh, mid mid size um, mid mid size company, probably close to a thousand employees, um, and about three hundred of those oh, good. are uh, are heading out the door. Um, but th- those are the canaries in the coal mine. We we sit here first. You were talking about the shipping containers that were that were that were sitting empty. I know you know firsthand. Um, that was weeks ago. I said that. I know <laughs> uh, uh, firsthand. You know, I have a relative in you know software business to business sales, and businesses are not looking to invest in you know changing their technology or upgrading their platforms. Uh, layoffs. Um, so 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 we'll have to see how soft. Uh, just plan this a, I'm just saying, is. plan ahead. If you have your house is worth a lot of money right now. If you have a lot of credit card debt, you're living paycheck to paycheck. If somebody happened to lose a job, what would happen? So, you know, if you, you know, and, and, and to go get a home equity loan, which is, which it's not a line, it's actually a fixed rate. Or a loan. We have both. I mean, you can get both, but I'm just saying to go get one of those, have it just in case you needed to tap I, into I have it. people that had, you know, car payments, credit card payments, personal loans they they redid the signing of their house and they they were spending about two thousand dollars on these various expenses each and every month jesus Can, i just got a quote for four windows that was almost two thousand dollars a month no a well month. i'm just saying $2, these $2, people are paying two thousand dollars a month and i've been able to consolidate them for less than five hundred dollars a month that's fifteen hundred dollars a month in that person's pocket that you know, I guess they can go to the new Bally's Casino downtown that just opened. I want to go there. Want to go there? No. Why? Because the house always wins. Nice. The house always wins. I'm ah, not the house. On, I'm not the house. It's right across the street from Uno's. Bad investment. We're talking people uh, about good money practices and going to the casino. You don't go to the casino for investment. You go for good, entertainment. Is not a good. Go to the movies if you want entertainment. I didn't. Um, I had to live missing impossible early, and I didn't know the end until you told me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, the link is is below. You fill out a free consultation. Home purchase, home refinances, home equity lines of credit, home equity loans, reverse mortgages. I mean, we've got the products. We're knocking them out of the park on rates. Um, did you see? Park? Did you see the the U.S. Open at all? Tennis. Djokovic. I did not watch one. Minute. I, I I used to be the biggest. Coco Puffs won. I know I was, she won. I was the fe- I, I was always like Federer is the best tennis player of all time, um, and now after what? this year, yeah, Who's it's hard best? to argue that that Djokovic, Djokovic is the the best tennis player of all time. Who's we're, the we're woman witness. one that watched? I saw the highlights. She was awesome. Coco yeah, she, something. she was awesome. Coco Guff. She's but she's uh, I, honestly. Years ago, I thought the women's game was vastly superior to the men's game. Longer rallies, more fun to watch. But the way the men are playing now, they are having these 20, 30 long shot rallies. Men's tennis is at a level. Did you play tennis in high school? I did. I did. But men's tennis is at a level I have never seen before. Um, It is so exciting to watch. Djokovic, 36 years old. Oldest U.S. Open winner in history, most Grand Slam titles in history. Um, 
it's just incredible. It's incredible to watch. Um, so check that out. U.S. Open uh, Tennis Federation. Uh, click the link. Feel free to feel free you to sponsor. You got a link there for tennis? No, I'm just oh. saying. You know, if you want to to sponsor us, we can do a, a a tennis segment every other week or something like that. Um, I could do tennis. Radian. I don't know much about tennis. Radian MI. Remember, we used to do a lot of Radian MI. Yeah. Yeah, but um, again, click the link. Free consultation. Um, you'll talk to Barry. You'll talk to me. We're going to figure out the best product for you because we have the most products. We're going to get you the best rate, the lowest cost, and pretty good customer service unless you catch Barry on a bad day. Excellent customer service. Unless you catch Barry good. on a bad day. It doesn't matter if I'm having a bad day. So It'll help you. Have a great rest of your week. Happy New Year to those that are celebrating, uh, and we'll catch you next week.